0: Welcome to Oyana, a teenager's journey to self-love. Our mission is to inspire, educate, and empower, helping teenagers to navigate through life and connect with their inner self. I'm your host, Carol Oakley, and thank you for tuning in. Today I have Diana Kuffman, who is a college advisor living, living in Caracas. Now I've known Diana a few months now, we were on the same course together, I love her kind and caring spirit. She's 76 years old. And the reason I mention that, because to me, she is a true testament to the fact that you're, you know, you can constantly learn. You can constantly become. All you have to do is embrace life and open yourself up to opportunities. I am really looking forward to our friendship blossoming. Welcome, Diana. How are you doing today?
1: Oh, I'm doing very well, Carol. Very excited to be here with you. Uh, This is the first time that I'm on this side of of the uh, interview uh, panel because I've always been the interviewer. So I'm very excited and a little nervous Uh uh, because this is very new for me. And thank you very much for your lovely introduction. Uh, You know, it is fun to keep learning that definitely. And I've had so much fun meeting you these past few months and going through the broadcast yourself course together, yeah. and of course this blossoming friendship, this is
0: so much fun oh wonderful, wonderful well, thank you, thank you for coming on my show and you know today i'll be touching on just a few areas of your life like your childhood, your education, career journey, you know obviously wellbeing personal development, which I know is really big um, for you and I'd love to obviously offer tips and advice to our listeners as we, as we progress. And, um, I think generally let's just go with it. And let's just go with the flow and just see, you know, where the conversation takes us. So shall we, shall we begin? Absolutely. Brilliant. Okay. Can you briefly tell our listeners about your childhood? Oh,
1: well, uh, I was born in Caracas and my parents were European and they believed in, uh, having a, in a sense at that time, a worldwide education and having a mastery of languages. And I do speak four languages. So, uh, and English is my main language. I was educated in American school here in Caracas. And then uh, I, I graduated as a high school student. And because my parents were European in old school, they believed that girls should get married and that they should not have to study because they were only there to, have, to get married, have babies, and take care of a house. So I am a self-made person as far as st- studies is concerned. And that's why I've kept learning all my life, because I never went to university. And so it turns out that I am a college counselor. Now, do you wonder why? Of course, because education is so important. It has been all my life. I've loved learning all my life.
0: Wow, that's, I mean, that's incredible that you had that insight to want to learn or have that passion at such a young age, because some children don't Get that passion until later on in life. So you know that's brilliant that you started early. That's that's. that's well, it's, that's, I think it's something that's born
1: with you because I always wanted to. I, I was always reading. I always had my nose in a book. So you know um, that was just part of it. Is you I wanted to know more and more and more. And of course now that we have all all the the internet and we're so globalized, so much to learn, so much to see. That I mean, it's. I say that there's not enough hours in the day, you know, oh. to be able to to learn so much
0: and to know so much. Definitely, definitely. I mean, you said that you didn't go to university. What what was secondary school like?
1: Oh, my my high school was a lot of fun. It was an American school. It was a very privileged school in Caracas at the time. And uh, the fact that we were learning a, a different language and we had all our books were brought in from the States, our pencils were brought in from the States, our crayons, Uh, Everything. I mean, and I thought that I had entered a Disney World, you know, from the time I I went in there when I was five years old and until I finished my education in Europe. But until I left that school, I mean, I was in Disney World. It was so, so special. And the teachers were fantastic. And I loved it. I loved my school
0: and my education. Wonderful! That's a great thing to to, to say, you know, um, because not a lot of people can can say that. In terms of um, your friends, what were your friends like? Were they quite like Were they like minded? Were they a bit of a mixed bunch? Can you tell tell our listeners what they were like? Well, um, of
1: course, you usually have friends that are very yeah that are very like minded, and there are others that are not. But of course, you always get along much better with people who are like-minded. And then I went, I started on a journey of, of self-discovery um, with a, a, an American uh, teacher who uh, taught us everything about Tibetan meditation and Tibetan medicine. And so then of course, but then I always uh, look for people who at least we could have a conversation about self-development, about meditation, about food, how important food you know, is in our lives. And then, of course, I had many friends on a social uh, basis, which, you know, we met at cocktail parties and dinner parties and had the regular conversations that you have at, at parties. Or, you know, when my children were small, I'd go to all the birthday parties. And, and, of course, I'd always try to find somebody to have a conversation about, you know, growing in your, in your self-development and self-awareness. But it wasn't something used or even talked about at the time when I was young. And I mean, I was into yoga and all that, and a lot of people thought I was very weird.
0: Wow, I mean, you were so, it felt like you were so ahead of your time in terms of, I guess your peers weren't thinking on the same, you know, same level as you. Did you feel, yeah, did you feel kind of like an outsider or you just thought, you know what, I just want to do my thing? Well, both.
1: I felt, of course I was a total outsider, And starting with my family, my family all made fun of me. And, and, and then I went to a vegetarian stage. Imagine when nobody was a vegetarian, nobody did yoga. And here I was, but it was just something I had to do. I mean, I couldn't do otherwise. Let's put it that way. It was just part of, and this is where you need to follow your intuition. You need to follow what, what you want to do. What it's like a need that comes from inside. And if, if we take the time to, to look and to listen. And, and, and you need to do it because that's just part of what your journey is about, even though people laugh and even people, people make fun of you, you know? Yeah. I mean, I even had a friend come up and say that, that I was studying the wrong things because acupuncture had never won a Nobel Prize. And I said, well, it's a little bit difficult for the acupuncture to, to win a Nobel Prize if it's something that's been around for about 5,000 years, you know? Mm. Of course, he never made fun of me again. <laughs>
0: You've, you've said here that, you know, your teenage years, um, you know, you had unlimited energy, you had a lot of sort of curiosity for everything. And, and also, it was a very stressful emotional time. Can you, are, are you able to elaborate on that?
1: Well, at that time, uh, a lot of things went on in my life, because uh, my parents were uh, going through uh, a divorce, and then I was shipped off to boarding school in Europe. So, it was very difficult at one level to be away from my family and, mm-hmm. and into a new country, a new language, because I, I was sent to Switzerland to learn French. And, and so, you know, and then at the same time, uh, I even told my parents after that year that I appreciated having been away because then I didn't go through the whole fighting and things that go on when people are going through a divorce, or at least my parents mm-hmm. were going through a divorce. You know, okay. so you, uh, I, I did the best I could, but at that time, I still wasn't into into the the personal growth. I really didn't know what to do or or how to do it, and I did have some people that I could turn to. But it's 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 not like it is nowadays that you have so many things that you can turn to. There's psychologists, you know. There's there's preschool specialists. There are, Post-education specialist. I mean anything you want is there. We didn't have that We didn't have that the school didn't I don't think had a psychologist or anything like that that you have nowadays Which is wonderful and I do encourage, you know young people Parents teachers anybody just always seek help because there are people Mm. out there to help us, you know and and so that is a very important point point. That we often go through very confusing times in our teenage years and in our university years. So, you know, just reach out. Go, I mean, there's so many specialized people, so many prepared people, so yeah. many people willing to listen, you mm-hmm. know. So just reach out and ask yeah. for help.
0: Definitely. And exactly what you said, uh, Diana, it's not, the, you know, the key thing here do not suffer in silence because there is always someone there to, to help you. And so many platforms, so many resources. And so do do make the most, m- the most of them. Uh, self-esteem issues and peer pressure, Diana, seem, seem to be sort of big issue, issues these day, days. Um, social media doesn't help. Do you have any advice on how teenagers can overcome, overcome it?
1: Well, again, going back to the fact of being able to speak to people that will listen to you mm-hmm. and that can give you, you know, advice that you can also listen to as a teenager and, and also, uh. I, I think it's important to to get to know yourself, maybe through this, you know, talking to people or uh, even reading, and there's so many self-help books, there's so many things out there, so that you do have a high self-esteem. And if people are unkind to you, which unfortunately there are many unkind people, or both, you know, when you're in school, or in your family, in, in on the social media, but, if you, can, if you can learn to distance yourself from the unkindness, you know, and, and find other solutions, then uh, that's an important point to, to, to take into consideration is learn about yourself, learn who you are, learn your strengths, and learn your weaknesses. Because then if you know your weaknesses, nobody can be unkind or bully you or do anything, you know. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's most, most important to reach out again for help, talk, say what's going on let people
0: know yeah especially
1: adults that can help you
0: yeah absolutely and um you've obviously personal development personal growth is is very much um you know but you're very much it's very much at the top of your agenda do you do you think they should have taught that to you when you were at school you know like self-awareness meditation yoga, all those totally
1: anything that can help to to uh, open ourselves up to to us you know to who we are I think that should actually be part of school curriculum absolutely. Mm, yeah, absolutely I agree I mean just like we learn math and history and everything hey self-development self-awareness I mean whatever you want to call it I think that should be part of the curriculum
0: because yeah, the more because
1: you know yourself the more you can also give back to society
0: exactly and also it just the the deprogramming is less when you become an adult because when you're you know, when you're younger and you, you are self-aware and you're into personal growth, when you get older, you don't need to unravel things as much, you know, when you're when you're older. So I totally agree with you. I think all of those those things I mentioned, you know, self-awareness, personal development, yoga, you know, I think should definitely be part of the part of the curriculum.
1: Yes. And meditation too, because also when, when we're teenagers, we do go through a lot of stress. We go through a lot of changes because of course we have all these hormonal changes going on Mm -hmm. in us. And, and there's, there's so much that we need to learn and to know that, that it is very important to also be able to meditate. Hey, sit down, sit down, you know, once or twice a day, even it's only for 10 minutes and Mm -hmm. quiet your soul, quiet your nervous system, you know, and just go inside. Meditation is just going inside. It's not that you have to, you know, become some kind of enlightened being. No, it's just being with yourself for a little while and That's listening, right. listening to what your being is trying to tell you. That's all.
0: That's right. And it's, you know, again, sort of distancing yourself from all the noise, isn't it? From your turning off your cell phone, turning off your iPads, and just being at one with yourself so that you can absolutely be in tuned with your, with your inner self. Uh, so, no, that's such an important point, Diana. Can you tell our listeners just a, just a brief summary of, of your career path? I know you've said obviously you're now a, a, a college advisor, but you've had a bit of a you've, had, you've, you've reinvented yourself a few times, haven't you? You were interior <laughs> yes. designer. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, for 30 years. And then obviously you're now a college advisor. How was that transition from being an interior designer to a college advisor?
1: Well, actually, I went in between. Uh, we had to close our store because, of course, of all the changes in Venezuela. We were under a, a, a commun- and we are still under a communist regime. So, of course, a lot of the businesses uh, just you know, changed. Our economy changed. And so, uh, it, after we closed the store, we had a beautiful home on, an, on the island of Margarita here in, in Venezuela. And so, it, it was a complex, it was a, a group of houses And I started renting out the houses. The owners asked me to take care of renting their houses when they weren't there. So I went into a little bit of real estate and tourism and whatever you want, but only within the complex, only within a group of people that I knew. And so that was a lot of fun. I did that for five years. Mm -hmm. And then in the interim, my daughter, who has a preschool and also teaches uh, smaller children in the afternoon as the children grow up, then she would send me the children and say, well, you know, you teach them. And I said, well, you know, I've never taught. It's just, it doesn't matter. I mean, as long as you keep the English going and have them write essays and whatever, you know, how to do then you know, read time magazine, New York, (laughs) the New York times. (laughs) And then, you know, as the kids, were in the English, English as a second language classes, then of course they would get older and then they would go to camp and they would need this and this for camp. And then, Oh, I'm going to, uh, uh, I need the TOEFL for camp, which is a test they need to take. Or I need the TOEFL because I'm going into a, uh, uh, I'm going to college or I need the SAT. And so I just kept teaching whatever they asked me to do that, uh, you know, I would teach them and I would learn it. You know, I'd get the books and learn and, and just keep going. And then, Uh, somebody asked me to please take care of their kids because they were applying to college and actually the clients were sent by my daughter and i said sure i'll take care of it and then i went and did a a a certificate for being a a college counselor it's called an independent educational consultant Mm -hmm. and uh that took about 15 months and uh and then you know certified myself with that it's a it's a certificate it's not uh you know it's not a whole career it's not a, a an undergraduate course or anything like that. And then I've been doing this for 11 years. So, you know, that's how all my reinventions. And of course, I also had to reinvent myself when I divorced. And, you know, and I kept working. Mm. And then I did the real estate or whatever you want to call that. And then went into teaching English as a second language, which I still do. And mm-hmm. teaching TOEFL, the SAT, and then uh, the, the independent educational consultant, and then now I'm also a podcaster because we are graduating from Broadcaster yeah, Self as Podcaster. Yeah. So that's another <laughs> another reinvention. You know, I, I love it. Love it. Love it. Looking forward to, you know,
0: all brilliant. of these changes. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. obviously you're, you're a your college advisor. Can you just tell our listeners what that is, what you know what you do in terms of being okay. a, coach a just just very okay, briefly.
1: Yeah, I'm just a a very small organization. What I do is I give very personalized attention. I sit with each student, uh, depending on how close we are to the admissions process, especially for the American universities and English universities. And I sit on a one-to-one basis, and we just work through all the steps that need to be taken to uh, complete the applications for the United States and for England. And, and it's just step-by-step process. You sit there and hold her hand and go through all the nerve-wracking experience and the very exciting process of applying to college.
0: Excellent. I mean, obviously, you must have advised hundreds of teenagers over the years. I mean, what three tips would you give a teenager applying for, for, for college or university?
1: Well, even before that, I would say yeah. that when you go into your high school,
0: which is, our second, all, which is our secondary school in, in, in secondary school in England.
1: Yeah. Right. Then, you know, the important thing is to always, you know, study, do your homework, get good grades, uh, you know, really be dedicated to what you're doing, fall in love with what you're doing, even though there's a, a, a maybe something you don't like, you never know when you, you will need it or use it or that learning will become useful. So definitely get good grades, read a lot. And then, you know, find out what your passion is, what, what moves you, what, you know, I mean, that way it'll be much easier to, to know what you want to do in, in, in college and, or university. And, and it's important again, back to sitting down and finding out about yourself, what really, you know, moves your heart, moves your head, moves your, uh, you know, your neurons. I mean, you never know, just, just look out for that. Be aware, be aware.
0: Fantastic, fantastic piece of advice, Diana. What what, what is your definition of success? (laughs) Ha, that's
1: a good (laughs) question. (laughs) And a very difficult one, you're telling me. What's the definition of success? Um, I think that it's, again, important to find out what your passion is and to, Mm. to carry it out and to be happy with what you do. You know, and and of course, it's important to have money, to make money, of course, because money does make life easier. It's not the solution to everything. That is not it. And don't ever, ever, ever believe that. The solution to everything is you. And money makes life easier. So very important to do what you love. Very important
0: to pursue that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you have any tips for teenagers who are going through, like, you know, pressure because of exams, studying, you know, the, the current climate that we're in at the moment. And I'm, I'm sure you're going to say about you know, like meditation and just taking stock. Is there anything else that you can, you can give them? Any well, if
1: you're prepared, you can... if you're prepared, if you've been doing your homework and if you've been studying and you've been, you know, keeping up with all your work, that should give you a, 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 an amount of self-confidence that you will do well. And, it, and of course, we're always nervous and you can always learn those very easy breathing exercises before you start an exam or before you start your homework. And that would yeah. be very helpful because, again, that calms your system. I'm sorry I'm repeating it, but it is no, important. No,
0: no, no, no. It's, it's very important. No, no, it's absolutely, it is very much about being calm, isn't it? Because stress just doesn't do you any favors <laughs> you need to be you in know, a very stress, calm state. actually
1: you forget yeah you forget things when you're in a stressful situation and how often yeah. have I heard my students and I'm sure you've heard your teenagers say but I knew that of course I knew that It was it was just so easy and then the test comes up and you're so nervous and you're so stressed out that you look at it and and you just your mind goes blank so
0: yeah. you know it's not necessary to to yeah, go through t- that just taking time out isn't it um who was uh-huh. the most influential person in your life and what was the biggest lesson they taught you
1: well i i would say that it, it was my mother um because she was she was such a, a dynamic energetic and passionate person and mm. uh you know, that was such an example in my life. Uh, and so much so that I'm, I'm, you know, I am who I am in many, many ways because of her example.
0: Yeah. Great. What are your views on sort of personal responsibility and do you live it daily? Wow.
1: That's a, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> a deep question. Well, I mean, if, if you're not personally responsible for, for everything you do, because uh, if, we, if we look at it, we do create our world. We create what we have. We, I mean, we are the creators of our world. And, and like Nelson Mandela, you know, uh, taught us in, in the movie of his life. And, and so of course, if you do that, you assume responsibility for everything you do. And, and I think that's the only way to live. And I do that every day. Fantastic! And every nano and every nanosecond. That's why also my college, my uh, podcast is called Good. College Advice in nanoseconds because I live on a nanosecond basis.
0: Great, yeah, brilliant advice, Diana. What accomplishments are you most proud of, and what is your next biggest goal? Well, definitely my children
1: uh, mm-hmm. that I love them dearly, and um, just having taken you know life step by step and and going beyond whatever difficulties might have presented themselves and and then my next step of course is to uh, make this broadcasting uh adventure uh as you know uh, fun and
0: successful as possible excellent brilliant 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 what are you most grateful for
1: There's so many things, but what am I most grateful for? Um, I guess just being able to um, be passionate. You know, get up every day and say, "Wow, look at the day!" I can, you know, this, you know, the 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 famous carpe diem, which sounds like such a, uh, you know, repeated thing, but it's true. Carpe diem. You know, let's be enthusiastic. Let's and let's be kind to Mm. people you know be as kind as you can be as helpful as you can to every person you meet that that definitely and i'm very grateful to be able to do that brilliant
0: what would you say to your 13 18 and 21 year old self wow you want me to go back Well, you've put here just to help you uh, talk to trusted and knowledgeable adults so that they can help you find your way through the volcanoes and the labyrinths of emotions, which I love. Do you want to add to that?
1: Yeah, Well, you know, I did mention it a couple of times uh, during this, this interview that it is, you know, one of the most important things because... What I remember about my teenage self, and especially those, those three ages, was that there were a lot of confusing moments. I just didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, to have a guiding hand, there are many parents who are very good guides. And uh, my parents are very busy people. They were going through a difficult time in their relationship. So I didn't have that. And because my parents were immigrants to Venezuela, we didn't have a big, um, a big, um family unit and even though they had friends and they had people who around us but but you know i didn't have a lot of people around me so uh definitely you know talk to whoever you can because they are confusing there's a lot of changes a lot of things happening you know all at the same time Uh, you're a teenager you fall in love for the first time uh you know you're getting ready to go to college you're going to graduate from high school i mean you know, and plus you have to study and, you know, yeah. and then do sports and do your food and everything else. I mean, it's a lot. It's
0: yeah, a lot. But it is a lot. And like you said, he is very much about just not expecting to know everything. You don't because you're, you know, you're at the beginning of your path and, um, and don't be hard on yourself. You know, mm-hmm. speak, you know, talk, learn and just yes. learn what you're passionate about and pursue it with passion yes. and, and discipline. and and that's very well
1: very well said
0: yeah and that's all you can do um and be just a couple more questions diana what legacy or impact would you like to leave
1: well it really is my my dedication to to serving to being kind to everyone you know no matter who you meet Mm -hmm. and and you know that's something that i see a lot here in, in venezuela even though we have a very poor name internationally. We as people, um, without bringing in the whole political scene, but if you, if you see somebody in the street or, you know, there is a kindness in this country that has always struck me. I mean, there are times when, you know, somebody does something, uh, like at one point, um, just to give an example, I was going to uh, take a little uh, cart from the supermarket down a very, very steep ramp, and I kind of stopped. And yeah. I said, oh, gosh, I'm not going to be able to do that. And then mm-hmm. this man that was selling cheese he immediately dropped everything and walked me down, you know, to help me take my little cart down. I, it actually brought tears to my eyes because I said, my God, he's kind. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it even yes. brings tears to my eyes now. Oh, because God. that, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I didn't expect this. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you okay? Kindness. Yeah, I'm fine. It's just okay. that it's a very, it's a very moving thing for me because when you're kind, you can get through to people, you know, without even, I mean, and this man did it without, you know, any thought. And, mm-hmm. and I said, what a lesson in my life, you know, um, yeah. and, he, and he left his cheese and everything unattended. I mean, I said, my God, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, and, and I mean, and I've had these lessons all through my life in this country because people are kind, you know. Yeah
0: yeah and it doesn't take much it doesn't cost doesn't cost anything no no
1: no no it doesn't cost anything you're right that's very true yeah
0: Yeah. oh bless i mean the last my last message and i i'm I'm sure it's very much what you've just said but i'll ask you anyway what's the most important message you would like to leave with us today
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it, it, and it's true. I, I, I do believe this and, and what I wrote to you and I said, yes, be passionate every moment, you know, in my case, every nanosecond. And of course, be, be kind to yourself and to others, you know, and, and when you are kind and, and, and passionate and to yourself and to others, there's like a warmth in your heart. You know, it's something that, yeah. that and there's like a peace, you know, I've done the right thing. And let's do the right thing. That's, that's yes. what kindness is to me too. It's doing the right thing. And that too is one of my models in my life. is doing the right
0: thing. Yeah. And you are yeah. doing the right thing. You are doing the right thing, Diana. You know, uh, and continue doing the right thing. Oh, that was so beautiful. Thank you, thank you so much. No, thank, thank you. you. This has been the... so much fun oh. <laughs> and, and,
1: and and exciting and and very
0: revealing. I mean, you know,
1: amazing. Thank you very much.
0: No, you're more than welcome. And you know, it's been an honor to have you. You know, and thank you for being honest and to open your heart to us all. You know, that's uh yeah. It, it's it's not an easy thing so i i do i i'm very grateful for you to do that so thank you thank you so well, much
1: thank you i've been honored and grateful that you invited me it's very very oh. nice and exciting
0: and fun oh thank you so listeners oh. we've now come to the end of our show Um uh, once again you know please you know continue listening um check out Diana's podcast. Um, It's called College Advice in Nanoseconds. If you're kind of going through, if you're at that stage in your life now, do check it out. And if you want to hear more inspirational stories, please keep tuning in or follow me on Instagram, which is Oyana Voices for inspirational content. This is Carol Oakley. Peace and love to you all.